The 2022 Cougar football season gets underway today at Raymond James Stadium with a battle between BYU and South Florida from Tampa. You've got all summer to prepare for your first opponent, all fall camp. The more you can put all that and burn it into your memory, then when you know game one rolls out, you're in the, in the stadium, you can kind of turn off your brain, stop thinking, and you go play and have fun. Coming off back-to-back seasons with at least 10 wins, the Cougars are getting recognition. But Clark Barrington knows the off-season hype doesn't matter if the team doesn't come out strong. We know that those preseason accolades and things are, are nothing unless we live up to those standards, and so that's what we're shooting for. It's time for BYU football as the Cougars face the Bulls on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU football is brought to you by All Pro Capital Real Estate Investments. By Les Olson IoT, your office technology partner. By Valhalla Fiduciary, expertise and independence in hedge funds. Also brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Get double fuel points and free grocery delivery with a boost by Smith's Rewards Membership. Now, to bring you all of today's action, we head live to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Why you call tails? The coin landed heads. USF won the toss, deferred its selection to the second half. BYU will receive the football to get this game and this season underway. BYU will receive the ball at the goal to our left and take it left to right here in the first quarter. USF defends the goal to our right and kicks it off from right to left. And that'll be south to north here at Raymond James Stadium. Greg Rubel and Riley Nelson in our Built Bar broadcast booth. Mitchell Jurgens down at field level. And after a delay of two hours and 34 minutes due to weather, we will play BYU football. It is wonderful to have you with us kicking off the 2022 campaign. And we know it'll have been well worth the wait. Kicking off for the Bulls will be Spencer Schrader. And we'll see who's back to return with Talmadge Gunther. That was the plan to have Gunther back as the primary returner. The projected primary, Hobbs Nyberg, is not available tonight. And neither on the offensive end is wide receiver Gunnar Romney. So in the absence of Gunnar Romney, you could see someone like Chase Roberts expect to feature. Keanu Hill we already know about. Puka Nakua is a stalwart. But Chase Roberts, after four years away from competitive football, is ready to make his mark as a BYU Cougar. We were supposed to be kicking right at this moment. And there's a slight delay. But we don't think a significant one that will take us any farther, much farther than the... 436 Mountain Time, 636 Eastern. All right, the lights are at full brightness. The kickoff and kickoff return teams are about to be arrayed. And this game is going to get played. BYU and USF for the third time all time. The referee is Kevin Marr. Tonight, Talmadge Gunther is the deep returner. And Miles Davis and Lopini Katoa are the two backs up in front of Talmadge Gunther as the lone returner, the lone deep returner. All right, USF 
In the green and gold, BYU in the all-whites. Schrader to approach from right to left, south to north, and get this one underway. The five-yard run-up. Boot to ball, and it'll be driven into and through the end zone. BYU out to first and ten from the 25-yard line. Gave you the starting lineups brought to you by Larry H. Miller. Gave them to you right before kickoff the first time. We'll restate for you. The O-line for BYU, Freeland, Barrington, Pei, Lachance, and Suamataia. The Barrington is Clark in this case. Campbell also plays. Starting quarterback, Jaron Hall. Keanu Hill, Puka Nakua are the wide receivers. Holker and Wake are the double tights left. Chris Brooks alongside Jaron Hall. Hands off to Puka Nakua on fly sweep, and Puka Nakua's got a first down and more. Puka Nakua may go all the way! The 30, the 20, the 10, and well worth the wait! On first down and 10, a 75-yard touchdown run down the far sideline. The Cougars open on top. One play, one touchdown, 6-0 Cougs. Woo, baby. Well worth the wait is right, Greg. Okay, BYU comes out. Overloaded formation to the right. Brooks on the left. So in South Florida had adjusted their defense to expecting run to the right. Of course, BYU does a ton of fly sweep action. This time they actually hand it off. It was only man for man on the backside of the defense, which Puka had to only beat the safety. And his hamstring and legs looked in tip-top shape as he was able to outrun the angle from the safety all the way to Pater. Incredible first play of this 2022 season. The PAT from Jake Goldroyd is up and good. It is BYU 7 and South Florida no score. Fly sweep for Puka Nakua, and he was flying down the left sideline for the touchdown. That touchdown brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. For each touchdown BYU scores this season, Mountain America will donate $250 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. For Puka Nakua, that is career touchdown number 10, including his touchdown scored at Washington. His seventh touchdown as a BYU Cougar, BYU 7, USF no score. A two-and-a-half-hour-plus rain delay, and that was more than enough to stoke the fires building within Puka Nakua, who took that one to the house on first and 10 from the 25, a 75-yard touchdown run, and BYU takes the 7-0 lead on the PAT from Jake Oldroyd. All right, that brings us to our first pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers and the National Pork Board. From farm to fork, Utah pork producers like Smithfield Foods take pride in good practices that produce safe and nutritious pork right here in Utah. Make pork your protein of choice all season long. For delicious and nutritious pork recipes, visit pork.org. And the scoring summary is simple. One play, 75 yards, 11 seconds off the clock. BYU 7, USF no score. Old Ward kicks off. This is returnable. Brian Batty from the 7-yard line outside the far numbers. Batty runs into traffic. It's outside the 25 to the 26-yard line. First down and 10 for USF. BYU defensively. Again, gave you the starting lineup right before kickoff, which was to come two and a half hours ago. We'll restate some of the starters for you now. Caleb Hayes and D'Angelo Mandel on the corners. Linebackers. Wilgar and Peely and Tooley 
Moore and Hanneman at safety. Up front, Fawatea, Batty, Hawes, and Nelson. And that's who we projected to start. Our Larry H. Miller starting lineups on defense. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller, conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Norum. Larry H. Miller auto driven by you. Batty traveling with the H back or power back in the offense. You don't normally see, normally you play mm. a right or a left defensive end. That's a unique wrinkle we haven't seen in the past. I backs Mangum behind Bohannon, handoff Mangum middle. And he'll drive the pile for three more yards. It'll set up a third down and four. So John Nelson on the stop. Heard defensive coordinator Eli Satuiaki talk glowingly about John Nelson. In our pregame conversation. Play clock down to 20. Game clock at 13.49 here in the opening quarter. BYU 7, USF 0. Bohannon in the gun. Claps his hands, takes a chest-high snap. A screen underneath. Catch made. But the player is dropped immediately in his tracks. Jimmy Horn Jr. gets almost nothing on the inside screen, and it'll be three and out for USF. So, Riley, one of the last things we talked about before the game kicked off was BYU's outstanding record when they score a touchdown on their first drive. Well, it happened again. BYU scores a touchdown on its first possession. They've won 23 straight games. When scoring an opening drive touchdown, they're 25-2 and two in the Sitake era when they score a touchdown on the opening drive, and that they've done here tonight. Talmadge Gunther's back to return the punt from Andrew Stokes. Stokes on a fourth and seven. Boots, ooh, and he shanked it to the far side of the field. Gets a decent bounce. Actually, a pretty good bounce to the 36-yard line of BYU. Miss hit it, but got a nice hop. And a timeout on the field, so we'll take it. 12.45 to go in the opening quarter. It is BYU 7 and USF 0. BYU first and 10 from the Cougs 35-yard line after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 7 and South Florida 0. That is our score just into the first quarter of play. It took BYU all of one play to get into the end zone. Puka Nakua taking a fly sweep and taking it to the house on first and 10 from the BYU 25-yard line. That's how BYU goes on top of USF by a score of 7-zip. So, in the first six seasons of the Kalani Sitake era, the first play of every season was a pass. This is the first time Kalani has begun an offensive season with a run, and it's a run for 75 and a score. So we saw in the booth next to us Aaron Roderick working to reconfigure his call sheet during the long weather delay. And maybe he went. Maybe he checked from a pass to a run. Maybe he went from a throw to a fly sweep to, uh, to Puka. And if so, it would be a fun question to ask afterward. But either way, the first ever season opening run of the Zitake era goes for 75 and a score. Yeah, it's, the delay didn't uh, cause any kind of stiff legs or any kind of uh, warming up here. They came out, out the shoot. That was uh, fun first play of the season. All right, BYU first and 10 from its 35-yard line. Braden Cosper gets a slot snap. Puka Nakua is wide left. Wide to the right is Keanu Hill. So three wides for BYU. Chris Brooks is the tailback off the right hip of Jaron Hall. Tight end right goes to tight end left. That's Mason Waku shifts, motions, and the handoff is to Brooks. Chris Brooks will drag tacklers for a couple yards to the far side of the field from the 35 to the 37-yard line. Second down and eight 
for BYU. First carry in the BYU career of Chris Brooks. 6'1", 230-pound senior. The Cal transfer played 40 games for Cal and ran for more than 1,700 yards with 14 rushing scores. He caught 50 balls for seven touchdowns there. Nakua, Rex, and Hill now trips to the right. Single wide left is actually Holker in a wide receiver position. Jaron will look to Holker. Holker makes the catch at the far sideline and is undercut two yards shy of the line to gain. So on second and eight gain of six, we have a third and two for BYU. Daquan Evans, the tackle for USF. And BYU is going to go tempo on third down and two. Third and a long one. Jaron Hall's in the gun. And Jaron will hand off. Chris Brooks is dropped in the backfield. And BYU fails on third down and short. Dwayne Boyles, Jr., with the tackle. They didn't all get off the ball at the same time. It was great that they were tempoing, but uh, first time with crowd noise, you know, only the second drive of the game. They did not, the offensive line did not get off the ball at the same time, and there wasn't a clean hole there for Brooks to find to pick up the first down. Aaron Roderick's going to keep the offense on the field, go for it on fourth and two from the BYU 43. Pistol, handoff Brooks. Brooks, middle, first down and more to midfield. On fourth and two, up the gut for seven. And the Cougars move the chains. We already know about A-Rod, Riley. If it's middle of the field, 35's up between the 35's, fourth down and, and doable. They'll often go, and they do. Double stacks left and right. Wide receiver screen to Puka on the left side. First down and more for Nakua. He wraps up and is brought down to the 27-yard line. A gain of 23 on the back receiver screen to the left side. Dwayne Boyles, Jr., the tackle for USF. Such a great job getting Pukunakua the ball in space, much like they did on the fly sweep. Credit to Jaron Hall for getting the ball out of his hand quickly and accurately, leading to that big play on first down. All right, Hall back to the gun. Brooks to his right hip. Wing backs left and right, wides to either side. First and 10, BYU at the USF 28. Handoff Brooks runs through one tackle, tries to run through a second, but no real drive. And it'll be a loss of one to second and 11. Jersey number 11, Dwayne Boyles Jr. with another tackle. Second and 11, Cougs back at the 29 of USF. BYU 7, USF no score. Puka Nakua scores on the first play of the game. 75-yard run on fly sweep to put the Cougs on top, and they're already in scoring territory. Second down, 11 for the white-clad Cougs against the green and gold-clad USF Bulls. The play clock's down to 15. Trips to the left, including Brooks in a slot. And they're empty for Jaron Hall, who's got twins to the right. Now they're going to bring Brooks across the formation from left to right. The ball goes through Chris Brooks's hands, and it's picked up as a fumble and being taken to the house by Amaris Brown for USF. And the question now will be forward pass and incomplete or backward pass and fumble for a touchdown. Rolling on the field is a backward pass. Recovered by the defense. Touchdown. I think it's a forward pass so on the I. first look. Yeah, we just, the, the delay of the TV broadcast we're able to see up here in the booth, uh, at least from the TV angle, it looks like the... The ball was thrown about a yard to a yard and a half in front of Jaron Hall. So the scoreboard shows 7-6 and USF scoring on defense. But the question now is, was the ball going forward? The, the first look I got. Further review. So they're going to. On the field was a backward pass returned by the defense for a touchdown. So the swing pass to Chris Brooks goes through his hands. Brooks kind of gives up on it in part because I think he thought or knew the ball was thrown forward. 
And if that's indeed the ruling, this will come back as an incomplete pass. But when it went off his hands, it went backward, and that's where the defensive player, Amaris Brown, picked it up and took it to the house for a score. It's currently been ruled a score, but it's now under review. And now the question becomes, Riley, how good and how many are the cameras that give you the angle you need to see to definitively say it's a forward pass? I'm pretty sure it could be that A-Rod and the offense will say, well, it's designed as a throw, not as a lateral. And ultimately, I've I've yet to get more than the first look we saw at the throw. If it's going forward, it'll come back as an incomplete pass, and it'll be third down and eleven. You also wonder, Greg, how were these referees trained? Sometimes if you call it an incomplete pass and it's a lateral, it's yeah. a dead ball and you don't do that. So sometimes they'll let it play. Uh, the angle's not great. And the angle that I now look at it, it looks as much lateral as it does forward. So yeah. th- this might go the other way and you might see USF scoring on you, defense. The The previous play, I complimented Jaron for his accuracy on the wide receiver screen. Uh, came back on this one and the ball was high and a little bit hot and especially when throwing to a running back we were always taught chin or lower because running backs main responsibility is carrying the ball not catching the ball and any and one of the toughest balls to catch is one at your forehead or above and the last the the last look I got I think it goes a yard forward I think this this second look behind Jaron Hall I think it's going a yard forward but it's just it's it's just too dicey right now Kevin Marr, today's referee, is at the small video monitor at the 17-yard line, directly in front of us, in fact, on our vantage point. They're taking a long look at this. And this is either going to be a 7-6 football game or third down and 11 for BYU. A tremendous start for the Cougs on the Puka Nakua touchdown. And now some tension. And, and they're going to the notepad, which could mean they're going to say incomplete pass and reset the down and distance. I'm not sure. They've also brought, the coaches have brought the teams back and the defense has huddled up. After further review, the pass was incomplete. It was forward. It'll be third down from the 29-yard line for BYU. All right, so first inclination correct. Forward pass, incomplete pass, third down and 11. BYU and a chance to rescue this possession with points even if they don't get a first down. They're in scoring territory. It would be a 46-yard field goal try from Jake Oldroyd if they get nothing on third down and 11. So, literally a matter of inches on that call, and those inches favor BYU. So, Jaron Hall will be in shotgun with Lopini Katoa getting a look. Wake will be tight end left. Rex, tight end right. Cosper slot left, and Keanu Hill wide left. Third down and 11 for BYU at the USF 29. What will BYU dial up here? In a 7-0 game. Shotgun snap. Jaron Hall hands off Katoa. Katoa busts an opening, and he's got a first down on the run. On third and 11, a run of 12 for Lopini Katoa. So a conservative call on third and 11. You want to get points, and they break it for a first down. Great job identifying tendencies. South Florida kept two safeties high. It means they're vulnerable to the run. First and 10, 17-yard line. Hand off Katoa again. Katoa stiff arm to the outside. Down inside the five-yard line. It's a first down, and back-to-back big runs for Lopini. It's a 12-yard run. First and goal from the five for Pini. Not allowing South Florida to substitute. They're staying in two-safety high formation, which is giving uh, weakness to the run. Handoff, Katoa, and whistles blown timeout before the the snap. USF has called their first timeout. They had to substitute out of this personnel grouping because BYU was gashing them in the run. And going tempo. And so it's a timeout taken. 
before first and goal for BYU from the five. Timeout on the field will take this break. It is BYU 7 and South Florida no score. 8.49 to go in the opening quarter on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Hey, Cougar fans, get more savings and more benefits with Boost by Smith's Rewards membership. You'll enjoy free delivery and two fuel points for every dollar you spend on groceries and lots more. Membership starts at just $59, so sign up today at smithsfoodanddrug.com slash boost. Nakua giving BYU a big boost on the first play of today's game. 75-yard touchdown run on fly sweep for Puka. BYU goes on top with a Jake Oldroyd PAT. It was 7-0. And the Cougars averting disaster moments ago, seeing a ball through the hands of Chris Brooks, properly judged a forward pass and not a lateral. The ball was picked up and taken to the house by USF. But take those points off the board on review. Forward pass incomplete. And on third down and 11, Lopini Katoa runs for 12. On the next play, Lopini for 12 more. And now the Cougars are... First and goal from the five-yard line, leading it 7-0 here at South Florida. We have 849 to go until halftime, until the end of the first quarter. Beg your pardon, Greg Rubel and Riley Nelson with Mitchell Jurgens, your broadcast crew. Jason Shepard back in our scoreboard studio. First and goal from the five. And we've talked much about in pregame, Riley, how great BYU's been. Top ten in each of the last two seasons at red zone touchdown percentage. Golden opportunity now with five yards to Pater. They've got their three tight ends. They've got their jumbo package on the field. Three tight ends. Pukunakua, the lone wide receiver. You've got to imagine they're going to keep it on the ground. Single tight left, double tight to the right. They motion Puka. Handoff, Nakua. Nakua slows his roll at the five, turns the corner, and gets in for six. Pukunakua with his second touchdown run of the first quarter. And the Cougs take a 13-0 lead with the PAT pending. You know, there's passing efficiency, which your number of attempts and yards, and if there were rushing efficiency, I'm sure Pukunakua would have the maximum score in that. Two carries, 80 yards, two touchdowns, doing a really good job getting behind his blockers, using his agility to stick his foot in the ground, get vertical and up the field, and cross the goal line for the touchdown. A two-touchdown quarter for Pukunakua. The Oldroyd PAT. Is up and good on the hold from Ryan Rico. The long snapper. Austin Riggs gets it back. It gets down. And the Cougars have themselves a 14-0 lead. So Puka Nakua, who moments ago scored career touchdown number 10, including his days at UW, makes it 11, including 8 as a BYU Cougar. And the Cougars on top, 14-0, still not yet halfway through the first quarter. As we talked about also in our long pregame, USF's never won a game when trailing after the first quarter, even just the first quarter. They are usually out of games or trailing heavily in games pretty early, and it's been hard to battle back. Last year, they were down 21-0 to BYU. They did battle back and actually played pretty well, made it an eight-point game by the end, but it's more of the same for BYU, and I know the Cougs from last year wanted to keep the hammer down in hindsight. Didn't do it. We'll see what they do today with an early 14-0 lead. Jake Goldroyd will kick off from left to right. And back to return for USF. Brian Batty and Jimmy Horn Jr.
T receives the kickoff at the five-yard line outside the right numbers. Gets out to the 20 and the 25. Dragged down to the 26-yard line. First and 10, South Florida. So Puka Nakua, in his first season at BYU last year, he had one two-touchdown game. It came at Georgia Southern. Those were two receiving touchdowns. He has two rushing touchdowns here today. And these are his first rushing touchdowns of his BYU career. So BYU on defense, first and 10 USF at its own 26-yard line. Gary Bohannon takes the Bulls out of the field. But Brian Batty off his left hip. So we have a chance here for Tyler Batty to get a look at Brian Batty. But the handoff will instead go fly sweep. And spinning out of a couple of tackles is Jimmy Horn Jr. And Jimmy Horn Jr. has himself a 12-yard run outside the left hash mark. So it's a chain mover for USF. As Horn moves the sticks. First first down for South Florida. 8-18 to go in the opening quarter. BYU 14 and USF 0. The skies have cleared enough to play after a two-and-a-half-hour weather and lightning delay. Bohannon shotgun. Batty motions out to quads right. And the back wide receiver screen. It is picked off, and it's going to the house. The Cougs will make it 20 to nothing with the PAT pending. Max Tooley on the pick six. And the Cougs are running away early. Greg pre-snap, so they motioned. It, they had trips. They motioned uh, the quick mo- the receiver on the play was a motion coming across the formation. And when he was set in motion, I had the thought, uh-oh, BYU's outnumbered because they were not rolling the coverage over to match them four on four. Well, Max Tooley was the guy who, he was over the third wide receiver in formation, starts to widen, had his eyes on the quarterback the entire time. One of the reasons that they didn't roll over is they were not in man. They felt comfortable enough in their zone coverage. Max having his eyes on the quarterback triggers, makes a tremendous football play, picking the ball off on the lateral throw and taking it for pay dirt. Last year's game began with BYU taking a 21-0 lead. Well, thanks to the Jake Oldroyd PAT, it's BYU with another 21-0 lead. It's another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown. Two more touchdowns after Puka Nakua's opening play score. It's another $250 donation to the American Red Cross, courtesy of Mountain America. And another very short pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers and the National Pork Board. Utah Pork Producers providing hundreds of jobs in Utah while producing safe and nutritious pork. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Cougar fans like you. For more information, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. BYU's second score was 10 plays, 65 yards off, 401 off the clock. And then BYU's third score is a defensive possession score, a pick six from Max Tooley. And the conversion by BYU's Jake Goldroyd, BYU 21, USF no score, still not yet halfway through the first quarter of play. Back-to-back pigskin scoring summaries brought to you by your Utah Port Producers and the National Pork Board. Oldroyd getting a lot of work in. Kicks off. It's high and short. Batty at the 10. Comes between the hash marks from right to left across the field. Heads up field, knocked down at the 30. Well, USF's been here before. It's the same game as last year. It's the exact same game. 21-zip Cougs. 
Max Tooley stepping intended the in, stepping in front of the intended swing pass swing screen right and Max makes the strong catch takes it in for the score for Max Tooley career interception number four and the first touchdown for Tooley as a BYU Cougar Bohannon in pistol with Mangum play fake sprint right for Bohannon and oh it's knocked down Nicely done by Kavika Gagne. The linebacker Gagne gets hands on it and bats down the intended pass up the middle. It'll be second down and 10. BYU is doing a great job playing in their zones of reading the quarterback's eyes. Gabe Judy Lally, the Vandy transfer, is working on one of the corners right now opposite Jacob Robinson as they've already rotated out starting corners. Pistol, Mangum, trails Bohannon. Second and 10 at the USF 30-yard line. Cougs up 21-0. Bohannon claps the hands. Turns and hands off to Mangum. Mangum feeling his way forward for four and now five yards. So it'll be third down and five for USF at the USF 35-yard line. BYU football brought to you. We'll wait a second. They're going to hurry up here as they go empty. Trips left and two wide. Now we have flags. False start. False nice. start on USF. False start. Offense, number 73, five-yard penalty, third down. Goes to third down and 10. BYU football brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. So third down and 10. Things going bad to worse for the moment for USF. They're on their own 30-yard line. Bohannon shotgun with Mangum off his right hip. Twins left and twins right. BYU shows three down linemen. Fawatea, Hawes, and Mangelson are the three down. Cougs drop eight. Bohannon settles, fires left. Catch made on the sideline by the tight end Gunner Greenwald, but it's shy of the line to gain. It'll be fourth down and three. And for the time being, the offense still on the field. Is the punt team coming on? It is. So punter Andrew Stokes will hit the green grass, and USF will punt it away, trailing 21 to nothing. In the pregame, Greg, we talked about how what experience of a QB Bohannon is. BYU's defense has been so creative. They're doing a lot of combo coverages. They're manning up on the inside, zoning the, ins or zoning the inside part of the coverage. They're mixing up three and four deceiver looks. He has not gotten. They've, they've run eight offensive plays, USF has, and they've not seen the same defensive look twice. Rugby look to the right and bombs it. Talmadge Gunther calls fair catch and makes the catch on his chest plate at the 17-yard line. Timeout on the field. We have 6.43 to go. We're still in the first quarter. It's BYU 21 and USF 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The BYU Cougars making up for lost time after a two-and-a-half-hour-plus weather delay. All of the energy and urgency and eagerness BYU had to start the season being bottled up and pent up in the locker room, and the Cougars have unleashed all of it on the USF Bulls here in Tampa in the first half of the first quarter. BYU's taken a 21 to nothing lead. Puka Nakua with two touchdown runs. The first coming on the first play of the game. 75-yard fly sweep. The second a five-yard fly sweep. And then Max Tooley adding a pick six. And we're at 21 zip and the Cougs get the ball back on their own 18-yard line as we come back in. Suffice it to say, Riley, that uh, despite the uh, inopportune nature of the delay, 
the Cougs have taken every opportunity to assert dominance here on the road. Didn't seem to phase BYU at all, and, f- and maybe it affected USF, and that's what we're seeing right now with this lopsided start to the game. I'm excited, uh, it, as strange as it sounds, as the team that we're all pulling for being BYU to see them backed up inside their own 20. I'm actually so excited to see them start this drive because the offensive attack has been so fast and furious. We haven't really gotten into a rhythm or seen you know, how they're going to how they're going to uh, really manufacture or put together drives. Uh, Lopini's only got two carries. Chris Brooks has four carries, a couple of those coming in short yardage. I'm anxious to see how they get going in their base-wide run scheme. We're yet to see really any kind of play action and uh, see what kind of drive the Cougar offense can put together here. Yeah, there's a lot left on Aaron Roberts' call sheet right now. You bet. All right, BYU first and 10 from its own 18-yard line. Jaron Hall in the gun. Chris Brooks off his right hip. Wides to either side. Rex takes pass on the swing left and gets six yards upfield. Knocked out at the boundary. First catch of the year for Isaac Rex. Last year, 18 catches for 191. Three touchdowns before he goes out in the USC game with a gruesome injury from which he has recovered to start game one. BYU tempos it. A play fake from Hall. The throw far sideline catch made for a first down. And Braden Cosper has his first catch. And the Kooks moved the chain. Simple little play, Riley. It was a, a little token fake, and then just two zone settles. Great job by Isaac Rex, moving to the inside, pulling the flat defender towards him, and then Cosper widening the window, giving Jerry an opportunity to complete the ball for an easy completion on second down. Cosper checks out, and Puka Nakua is in. They'll go double tight right with Wake and Rex. Nakua will also go to the right along with Keanu Hill. And now it's a shift with Rex and Wake going from right to left. They'll set up as a tight and a wing left. Under center is Jaron Hall. Puka Nakua fly sweep. This time he stopped in the backfield. So loss on the play as Puka takes the handoff for a loss on first and 10. Loss of four to second down and 14. So the third time not so charming for Nakua. Ooh, who's down? Yeah. Oh no. Uh, I, well, is it I don't Puka? mean to speak but I think he might have caught a hand to the uh, lower abdomen or the, the more sensitive region down there. Okay, so no laughing matter, but uh, yeah. maybe nothing too, too serious as he leaves the field slowly. Although now he's limping on the sidelines, so and maybe so, it was more than that. Yeah, when, when he was down on the ground, he was grabbing his right lower leg, whether yeah, it's he lower was. leg or ankle, so yep. ho- hopefully nothing serious. Yeah, it looks like he twisted that lower extremity, and that's unfortunate. Puka Nakua, two touchdowns early, and he's limping. Timeout, BYU, 30-second timeout. Mm. So the hope now is that whatever Puka has, he can shake off. And he's being taken to near the tent. Yeah, they're taking him into the Um, tent. Oh, and he is walking so slowly right now. Already without Gunnar Romney. And he is putting almost no weight on his right leg. Wow. Could not imagine a better start for BYU or Puka Nakua. And he's in the tent. No Gunnar Romney, and for the time being, no Puka Nakua. It may or may not matter today, but looking down the line, BYU's top two receivers are already in suboptimal health. Gunnar Romney missing today, and who knows long how, how long he'll be out. And now Puka Nakua, after getting up slowly, has walked even more slowly into the tent, and he's out of the game. We've seen Puka leave games and come back before, but this is not an encouraging sign whatsoever. The way he slowed down. As he was dragged down 
His right ankle was bent underneath him. It is second down 14. Jaron Hall throws to an open flat receiver. Mason Wake to be a serve first hurdle. No, he lowers the helmet and gets out to the 40-yard line right side from the 29. So give him the 39-yard line. Gain of 10 on second and 14. Third down and four. Jaron Hall in shotgun. BYU goes no huddle. Third down and four at the BYU 39. Now they'll look to the sideline, slow it, and reset. Puka Nakua in the tent after a two-touchdown first quarter. Dragged down and his ankle bent beneath him. His foot bent beneath him moments ago. Jaron Hall gun. Chris Brooks left hip. Option to the left. Pitch back to Brooks. Collects. Has the first down on the run and more. Midfield 45-40 running through tackles. 35-30. 25-20-yard line. A 40-yard run for Chris Brooks. And the Cougs go tempo again. Give him the 21-yard line. 40-yard run for Brooks. Jaron Hall, chest-high snap. Settling in a clean pocket. Goes for the end zone. Keanu Hill wide open. Makes the catch for the touchdown. Keanu Hill uncovered in the right side of the end zone. Jaron Hall picks him out. Lofts a pass into his waiting arms. And it's 27-0 Cougars with the PAT pending. What a show here in Tampa. Coach Roderick and staff are just ruthless. The, I mean, these guys can't. They're looking to the sideline. So you love it when you throw a touchdown in the corner and safety. Look at each other, and neither one of them have any idea what even the call was. The corner was playing a single, or sorry, the safety was playing a single high coverage. The corner was obviously expecting help over the top. They left Keanu Hill wide open. Jaron was able to identify for the easy touchdown after tempoing the big run into a pass play. Jake Oldroyd, PAT up and good. That's another Mountain America touchdown, which is another $250 donation to the American Red Cross. Four Mountain America touchdowns here in the first quarter of play. BYU 28 and USF no score, which brings us to yet another pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers and the National Pork Board. For every Cougar point scored this season, your Utah Pork Producers and Smithfield Foods will donate 75 servings of nutritious protein to the Utah Food Bank to help Utah families in need. For more information on points for protein, follow Utah Pork Producers on Facebook and Instagram. BYU takes the 28-0 lead as it's Jaron Hall to Keanu Hill in the right side of the end zone from the 21-yard line on first down and 10. Capping a short drive that did get to a third down and four, and that's when Chris Brooks busted the big run. Right, Riley? That's right, and uh, I just wanted to... We didn't even get a chance to point out Chris Brooks. That was the uh, the delayed option that we used to see. I feel like we saw it more two years ago than we saw it last year, but it's made its great debut back. And uh, he obviously broke tackles around seven or eight yards to turn it into a bigger gain. And anytime BYU gets more than 20, you're going to see uh, a tempo play. Jake Oldroyd kickoff to Brian Batty, returns it out to the 20-yard line. Well, and as you would imagine, with, uh, with a 28-0 start, the energy from these BYU fans is pretty, pretty amazing. But probably the most excited person on the sideline has been Coach Satake. Seeing him get amped up for each score, um, the defensive turnover, it's, everyone's feeding off his energy, and you can, you can feel it here down in the field. Thank you, Mitchell. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for big-time banking with a home team feel. Zions Bank is for you. 28 points, the most scored in a first quarter 
under Kalani Sitake. Gary Bohannon, first and 10 from the USF 20. He's in shotgun, the handoff to Mangum. Mangum sees an opening to the right side, is knocked down near the sideline, five yards upfield to the right side, second down and five. Gabe Judy Lally with the tackle for BYU. The only negative of the first quarter, the injury to Puka Nakua. Came out of the tent, and we'll have to get uh, more from Mitch on that as Bohannon hands off Mangum. He's wrapped up and dropped by Peyton Wilgar after a gain of only a couple. So Peyton shooting in, making a strong wrap. Third down and three. USF trailing BYU 28-0. 3.20 to go in the opening quarter of play. Puka Nakua, two carries for 80. Lapini Katoa, two carries for 24. And Chris Brooks, four carries for 47 right now. Our stat monitor is frozen. The stats have frozen at 21-0, but the score is 28-0 Kooks. Bohannon in pistol with Mangum behind him. They'll wave off Mangum to empty it. Knee-high snap to Bohannon. Throws laterally to Mangum. Makes the catch and does not have the first down. Or did he stretch and get it? It was very near the line to gain on the near sideline. He's a one-yard short. On third and three, got two. And USF is inches away from moving the chains. But even on fourth and inches, closer to fourth and a yard, they'll punt it away. The USF fans will grumble about this down 28-0. And here come the boos. On fourth and one from the USF 29. It's a full yard to go. Andrew Stokes is in to punt away to Talmadge Gunther. Andrew Stokes, the Australian, with a rugby look to the right last time. The long snap by Andrew Beardall to the other Andrew Stokes. Straight ahead, no rugby look this time. And just hammers this one. Gunther makes the catch at the 18-yard line. Sidesteps the first tackler and the second. A third converges and knocks him down at the 25-yard line. A 75-yard field for BYU. It'll be first and 10 Cougs at the BYU 25-yard line. BYU three offensive touchdowns and a defensive score. You hope that Puka Nakua's injury is only a sprain. And whether or not he re-enters tonight's game becomes the question. The way this game is going, you may not need to risk additional injury as well as everyone else around. Puka has played. He will not be in the formation as Chase Roberts will get a look and get a rep with Cody Epps to the left. It'll be tight end right with Rex. And they'll go pistol with Jaron Hall trailed by Lopini Katoa. So trips left. I mentioned Epps and Roberts. Also out there is Miles Davis. And Davis will now motion to the backfield as the handoff goes to Lopini Katoa. Zone row, he's tripped up on the zone run to the right, uh, to the left, beg your pardon, and he gets seven yards upfield before being knocked down. He was on the way, was Lopini to the far sideline. Let's head down, let's, let's get this next play out of the way as BYU's going tempo. Second and three on the seven-yard gain by Pini. Jaron Hall's in shotgun. Lopini Katoa to his left hip. The pull away from Jaron Hall, and it's a short run for Jaron and only a yard. So the keeper from Hall, and it'll be third down and two. Mitchell Jurgens, what can you tell us quickly on Puka? Yeah, Puka, um, he's he's doing a lot better than it looked. He's he's walking around. He's um, he's not limping anymore. They're still evaluating him. He went back into the tent, um, but it doesn't look like a return is outside of the realm of possibility here. Thank you, Mitchell. That's Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for big time banking with a home team feel. Zions Bank is for you. So as good of news as we could have hoped for on Puka Nakua. Whether he'll return, anyone's guess. It's third down and two for BYU. Cougs haven't punted yet. Third and two from the BYU 34. Hall in 
Shotgun hands off Katoa. And did Katoa get there? Needed to get, oh, they Ooh, mark him short. Yeah. He needed to get to the 36, and he got the 35. The way things are going, I don't think Aaron Roderick's letting a foot off the gas here. So fourth and short for BYU, and they'll go for it again. No Chris Brooks, still Peeney in the backfield. Fourth down and one from the BYU 35-yard line. Tight formation. Tights on either side, wides on either side. Quarterback keeper from Jaron Hall, the push. And I think the final surge got him the line to gain. It was a late push. But it looks like the spot of the ball will move the sticks for BYU. It will. So on fourth and two earlier, they made it. And on fourth and one, another conversion. So aggressive BYU, successful BYU on fourth down. Looks like they're going to kick it to quarter That's the here, end Greg. of the first quarter. First quarter comes to an end with BYU moving the chains. And setting up a first down and 10 from the Cougs 37-yard line. It'll be first and 10 from the BYU 37 with the Cougs flipping the field. And we come back after this. We're at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa where after a lengthy weather delay, the Cougars wasted no time in getting out in front and pushing the lead on USF. 28-0 Cougs after one on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.